Section 10 of Mother Earth, Volume 1, March 1906. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jim Gallagher. Mother Earth, Volume 1, March 1906. Section 10. Don Quixote and Hamlet by Turgenev. In Peter Kropotkin's book, Russian Literature, published by McClure, Phillips, and Company, there is a quotation from Turgenev's work which shows the Russian poet's genius and psychological insight in all its wonderful depth. Here it is. Don Quixote is imbued with devotion towards his ideal, for which he is ready to suffer all possible privations to sacrifice his life life itself he values only so far as it can serve for the incarnation of the ideal, for the promotion of truth, of justice on earth. He lives for his brothers, for opposing the forces hostile to mankind, the witches, the giants, that is, the oppressors. Therefore he is fearless, patient. He is satisfied with the most modest food, the poorest cloth. He has other things to think of. Humble in his heart, he is great and daring in his mind. And who is Hamlet? Analysis, first of all, and egotism, and therefore no faith. He lives entirely for himself. He is an egotist. But to believe in oneself, even an egotist cannot do that. We can believe only in something which is outside us and above us. As he doubts of everything, Hamlet evidently does not spare himself. His intellect is too developed to remain satisfied with what he finds in himself. He feels his weakness, but each self-consciousness is a force wherefrom results his irony, the opposite of the enthusiasm of Don Quixote. Don Quixote, a poor man, almost a beggar, without means and relations, old, isolated, undertakes to redress all the evils and to protect oppressed strangers over the whole world. What does it matter to him that his first attempt at freeing the innocent from his oppressor falls twice as heavy upon the head of the innocent himself? What does it matter that, thinking he has to deal with noxious giants, Don Quixote attacks useful windmills? Nothing of the sort can happen with Hamlet. How could he, with his persipatious, refined, skeptical mind, ever commit such a mistake? No, he will not fight with windmills. He does not believe in giants but he would not have attacked them even if they did exist. And he does not believe in evil. Evil and deceit are his inveterate enemies. His skepticism is not indifferentism, but in negation, as in fire, there is a destructive power. And how to keep it in bounds, how to tell it where to stop, when that which it must destroy and that which it must spare are often inseparably welded together. Here it is that the often-noticed tragical aspect of human life comes in. For action we require will, and for action we require thought. But thought and will have parted from each other, and separate every day more and more. And thus the native hue of resolution is sickled o'er by the pale cast of thought. End of Section 10 Don Quixote and Hamlet Recording by Jim Gallagher.